Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Mo 
JM in the AM. I can almost guarantee that that song is going to be sung at MetLife Stadium later today. The day of the CMHS in New Jersey has arrived. We are heading to the Holy Land. We'll be at the CMHS with our friends at World Mizrahi tomorrow at uh, Binyanei Haoma. Uh, and I know that already there are people who are heading toward MetLife Stadium for 1 o'clock Mincha. Yeah, say, <laughs> this is <laughs> kudos to those <laughs> who are uh, heading to Mincha uh, about six hours early. Um, busloads of people from all around are going to be uh, heading to MetLife Stadium, as will, of course, thousands and thousands of cars. And at 1 o'clock, uh, Mincha will begin at MetLife. Uh, we've, we've seen the program. Very, very, very similar program to what happened uh, seven and a half years ago at MetLife Stadium. Um, just a little bit different because uh, this is during the day, so they're starting with Minchan, of course, ending with Mariv. But the Siam uh, Ashas with uh, many, many speakers and uh, hopefully a, a bunch of uh, tremendously inspiring dancing and singing is uh, happening starting at 1 p.m. today at MetLife Stadium. Uh, I'm sure if you're heading to the stadium, you've been on the email list, assuming you have email, uh, you're on the email list uh, telling you what you should and should not bring into the stadium. That's an important list to see. And uh, that has been posted in a variety of places. And uh, I hope you've seen Rabbi Ron Eisenman's article, which I posted on Facebook, uh, the checklist of what to bring to the stadium. I don't know. If there is any more important topic for today than what Rabbi Ron Eisenman writes about in terms of having a bright smile on one's face, wishing people a happy new year. If God forbid you don't want to acknowledge that it's a new year, he says you should uh, keep in mind that it's a late uh, new year greeting for Rosh Hashanah or view the uh, Siyom HaShas as a new beginning, a new year, and say happy new year to everybody. And of course, say thank you to everybody who is... uh, uh, they may be making time and a half today, the personnel at MetLife Stadium, but the reality is their friends and family are are relaxing and enjoying a day off and partying today, and they would probably much rather be with them. So because they are sacrificing their time to uh, be at the CMHS, he writes, it would be a good idea to uh, be effusive in saying thank you throughout the day. And to me, uh, I wrote on Facebook that this should be the entire topic for the entire CMHS, that everyone should get up and just talk about this topic, uh, how valuable it would be to the uh, to the Jewish world. I don't think they're going to do that, but maybe there will be a couple of thank yous sprinkled in, which would be nice. So today is the uh, CMHS in New Jersey. We are in Israel. Tomorrow morning at this time, you'll be hearing us from the World Mizrahi headquarters with some very, very distinguished guests. We'll be getting ready for the CMHS at Binyanei Haoma, and uh, it's a couple of really amazing and incredible days uh, for the Jewish world. And we've been playing the, the music from the last cycle of the Siyam Ashas when uh, so many Siyam songs and CDs were released. That's something that's not really happening this time around, but we've revisited in the early part of this show uh, some of the great uh, medleys, the Unity Medley, the Tehei Ashazos, the Kayal, many from the uh, from the Siyam album. And... Um, and we'll be sprinkling those in throughout our program today as well here at uh, the Nahum Siegel Network. So it's Wednesday. It's the very first day of January. Happy 2020 to everybody. It's the 4th of Teves. We leave for Israel later today. 
and uh, it is a big yuntif, a big chag for those who are completing shas and uh, for the tens of thousands who are heading to the uh, MetLife Stadium and Barclays Center for the Siyama shas. So we say mazel tov to everybody from all of us here at JM in the AM.
Thousands standing tall, gathered in one special place, and hardly contained it a perfect mosaic, a united cry to say amen in multitude, the joy and amazing mood of glorification, high expectation, be uplifted high. Together with every Jew He did defend The way of living Let us ride to victory For all the world to see
דבר חשוב שצריך לדעת. יש הרגש עצום בלב כל ישראל, ואף אחד שבעולם לא ייקח את זה ממני. אז תשמע, אחי, תשמע טוב. אנחנו עם קדוש מכל העמים, האם תרגיש את זה בתוך הנשמה? שהקדוש ברוך הוא בחר בנו ורוממתנו, אז בת אשר איתי מכל הלב. שצריך לדעת, יש הרגש עצום בלב כל ישראל, ואף אחד שבעולם לא ייקח את זה ממני, אז תשמע אחי, תשמע טוב. אנחנו עם קדוש מכל העמים, האם תרגיש את זה בתוך הנשמה? שהקדוש ברוך הוא בחר בנו ורוממתנו, אז בת אשר איתי מכל הלב. Oh, oh, oh. 
Shalom, shalom,
with uh, Chavivi done by uh, Ellie Marcus. They're playing that a lot recently. I like that song. Yidol Had Yehi Shalom Zachar done by the uh, cast of When the Seam Calls. Kalakavo, that was a Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web, Nachmusical.com and the Nachmusical Network and of course on the beloved the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's all in the background with our news from Israel coming up. And then plenty more. Our friends from Koren are uh, promoting their incredible Noe edition of the Talmud Bavli, Rav Steinzaltz edition. We'll speak to Rabbi Weiner about it coming up here at JM in the AM. It's a Wednesday with a high temperature today of 42 degrees on Seum Day in uh, MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. High of 42, Baruch Hashem. <laughs> mostly clear tonight, low 33. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high of 50 degrees. 53 right now in Yerushalayim, where we will be tomorrow broadcasting from World Mizrahi Headquarters in advance of the Mizrahi Siamashas at Binyanei Haoma tomorrow night, which we are looking forward to being at in Yerushalayim. Galaitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next. We say Boker Tov from Jam Nam. בעיראק נמשכות ההפגנות מול שגרירות ארצות הברית. מנהיגה העליון של איראן חמינאים השיב לטענות הנשיא טראמפ ואומר אם טהרן הייתה רוצה בעימות היא הייתה עושה זאת בגלוי. כתבת חדשות החוץ, נועה מועלם. דבריו של חמינאי באים בתגובה על נשיא ארצות הברית דונלד טראמפ שהטיל את האחריות לפריצה למתחם שגרירות ארצות הברית בבגדד על טהרן. חמינאי כתב בטוויטר שוב הבחור ההוא, הכוונה לטראמפ, מאשים את איראן 
אם היית חושב בהיגיון ואתה לא, היית רואה שפשעיך בעיראק ובמדינות אחרות גרמו לאומות לשנוא אותך. כתב חמינאי והוסיף, כאשר מאיימים עלינו, אנו מקים בחזרה ללא היסוס. חשיפה שר האוצר משה כחלון ניסה למנות יועץ תקשורת אישי חיצוני ונדחה על ידי הדרג המקצועי במשרדו. כתבנו לענייני כלכלה ניתאי ענבי. באחרונה פנה כחלון בבקשה לשכור יועץ תקשורת חיצוני אישי לפי הערכות לשיקום תדמיתו הציבורית לפני פרישתו מהחיים הפוליטיים. בקשתו נפסלה על ידי ועדת המכרזים המשרדית כי באפשרותו למנות דובר כמשרת אמון ולא באמצעות התקשרות חיצונית שכרוכה במכרז. במשרד האוצר בהתחלה הכחישו את הפרטים אך מסרו מרגע שהתברר שעל פי תקנות שירות המדינה לא ניתן לבצע את ההתקשרות, לשכת השר משכה את הבקשה. המחלקה לחקירות שוטרים תעמיד לדין שוטר מתחנת בית שמש שתועד מושך בפאות מפגין חרדי. על פי כתב האישום מוביל השוטר את העצור לניידת באמצעות משיכה בפאתו. כתבנו לענייני משפט יובל הראל מוסיף כי השוטר מסר גרסת שווא ולפיה המפגין תקף אותו באמצעות אגרופים. כפי שפורסם לראשונה בגלי צה"ל, המכון לטיפולי, לטיפול בחולי טרשת נפוצה בבית החולים שמיר, אסף הרופא, נסגר היום. מדווח כתבנו לענייני בריאות, מאיר מרציאנו. לפני כשלושה שבועות החולים קיבלו הודעה ללא התראה מוקדמת כי המכון יסגור את שעריו. לטענת בית החולים, המכון לא מניב רווח כלכלי והוחלט להסיט משאבים לטובת מחלקות אחרות. לחולים לא נמצאה מסגרת חלופית והם יצטרכו ללכת לבתי חולים אחרים. רכבת ישראל תחדש את עבודות החשמול במסילות איילון. עומסים כבדים צפויים בתחנות וכן יחולו שינויים נרחבים בפעילות הקווים. עם הפרטים כתבנו לענייני תחבורה אליאב בטיטו. החל משני הקרוב ולמשך שלושה שבועות תיסגר מסילה אחת מתוך שלוש בציר איילון וכן יחולו שינויים בקו הנגב המערבי הפועל בין באר שבע, אשקלון, ראשון לציון, משה דיין ותל אביב. כמו כן, בשל צמצום מרחב ההמתנה ברציפי תחנת תל אביב השלום, צפויים עומסים משמעותיים במקום. לנוסעים מומלץ לעשות שימוש בתחנות אחרות ולהקדים את זמן הגעתם. ומזג האוויר הלילה ירדו גשמים מקומיים בצפון הארץ ולאורך החוף, מחר ירידה נוספת בטמפרטורות, גשם מקומי בעיקר בצפון הארץ ובמישור החוף, בחרמון ירד שלג. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
והמצאי לי, והמצאי לי, ולכל בני ויסי, ולכל בני ויסי, ולכל בני ויסי. וזוהי נויסאי קוידם שאצטו בודך לוהל, קוידם שאצטו בודך לוהל. והמצאי לי והמצאי לי ולכל בני ויסי, ולכל בני ויסי, ולכל בני ויסי. וזוהי נויסאי קוידם שאצטו רודך לוהל, קוידם שאצטו רודך לוהל. משפע ברוכו
Oh 
good tune for the theme of the Siamashas, Lora of Lalechem, Lot Samalamayim, Kim Lishmoa, Isdivri Hashem. Shlomo Simcha here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard Leif Tahar with Shmak Holeinu, Shomer Yisrael, done by the Rabbi's sons. Ohad had Shir HaParnasa, Gershon Verobo with Shimcha, and Shmak Holeinu with Shalshelis Jr. JM in the AM, good morning. If you're on your way to the Siamashas, and that's not a joke, a lot of people already are, believe it or not then uh, thanks for tuning us in and for um, spending this time with us. Mincha at 1 p.m. at MetLife Stadium. If you're going, I'm assuming you've already seen the pointers that you need to know before you walk into the stadium, what you could bring in, etc., etc. Yashikoach to Rabbi Eisenman. He reminded everybody through that brilliant article yesterday what's most important today, and that is the uh, smiles, the thank yous, the Happy New Year's that we should be saying to the staff at MetLife Stadium. Tomorrow we broadcast from uh, Jerusalem. We will be at the um, Mizrahi World Headquarters Thursday afternoon, which means Thursday's JM and the AM will be from there. And then uh, we head to the Siam Ashas, which will take place at Binyanei Haoma. And we are very much looking forward to uh, participating in that beautiful celebration in Jerusalem. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebner Biosavalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Biosavalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We find a fascinating idea concerning Siyum Hashas, the completion of the entire Talmud. At the very end of the Talmud, we read Hashem Yivarech Esamova Shalom that Hashem blesses His nation with peace. We know that all the beginnings and all of the endings are interconnected. The very beginning of Shas, the first page of the first Masechda, the first tractate, starts out, When do we begin to read the Shema of the evening? The question is asked, what does the beginning have to do with the end? The end we learn about Shalom. In the beginning, we're learning about Shema. The answer is given by the Pirure Lechem, that actually the beginning also deals with the subject of peace, because the very first great rabbi that's quoted is Rebbe Eliezer. Rebbe Eliezer was a Kohen, and we know because of Derech Eretz, because of good manners and keeping peace among our people, we give the Kohen first. He is the one that is Ola to the Torah first. He is the one that gets to bless first because of peace. It is because of that that we start out quoting the very first rabbi in Shas, Rebbe Eliezer. How interesting it is that because of that, we call the first Masechta, the first tractate, Brochos. Really, it begins by speaking about the laws of Kriya Shema, of the Shema. Why don't we call it Shema or Kriya Shema? The answer is, is because we begin with peace and we end with peace. It brings all of the Brochos, all of the blessings down to Klau Yisrael because it is the source of our blessing, of our bracha, we therefore call it brachos. May all of us, all of us in the entire world, 
all of us who participate in the learning of the Daf Yomi, who support the learning of the Daf Yomi, all of those who are involved in Torah on any level, doesn't matter what, anyone who's involved in any mitzvah, today is your simcha. May we all have many, many brachos in our lives, and may we soon see the great bracha of Mashiach Tzidkenu. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
In the golden Hoysielach, in the heilige Hoysielach, Gicher, Gicher, Kuma, hey. Oh, das ist ein Jüngeln, setz dich weg, hör sich zu mit Kopf und sag mit mir. Komm mit Telefon, komm mit Telefon, komm mit Baseball, komm mit Baseball, komm mit Gimmelgo, komm mit Gimmelgo, komm mit Dolly. Und das soll ich darf mir lernen, Jingle. Toyer Ringele, so noch einmal mit mir. Komm jetzt alle vor. Komm jetzt alle vor. Komm jetzt Baseball. Komm jetzt Baseball. Fein, fein, komm jetzt Gimmel Go. Komm jetzt Gimmel Go. Komm jetzt Dalle. Und das soll ich darf mir lernen, Jingle. Gedenk teuer. Heute ist die beste Schäure, Gedenkingele, Teure. Ei, Teure, die beste Schäure. Sieh dem jeden Gulis, Punkte wie auf 
J.M. in the A.M. Wow, a lot of Torah selections today. We're getting set for the CMS Shas happening at the 1 p.m. Eastern time in MetLife Stadium. Make sure if you have a ticket, you've seen all the instructions that were sent to you via email so that you can, uh, uh, you know, adhere to all the regulations and not be held up by security, etc., in terms of what you can bring into the stadium, etc., and to make sure to bring uh, your smile, your thank you, and your happy new year. As Rabbi Ron Eisenman reminded the Jewish world yesterday, I can't get over that brilliant article that he wrote. Avram Freed, Torah is the best of Schorah, Yeshiva Boys with Torah Tziva, Mendy Werdiger with Torah Akadosha. JM in the AM Wednesday with 38 degrees, high today 42. We'll be in Yerushalayim tomorrow. Yerushalayim uh, at 53 degrees right now, and we will be there at the World Mizrahi headquarters for JM in the AM leading up to the Siyam Ashas at uh, Binyanei Haoma tomorrow night. I hope you'll be tuned in. Friday, we'll be broadcasting from the Inbal Hotel with our friends from uh, Koran Publishers. Join us for that. On uh, Monday, we'll be at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Join us for that. And Tuesday, we are expecting to be back in studio here at JM in the AM with a conversation about the upcoming Hass concert which is slated for the 12th of January. So this coming uh, this coming Tuesday, please, God, in addition to it being a fast day, will hopefully also be a day when we get to uh, speak at length about Hask and the uh, big concert coming up on the 12th of January. Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM at 9 minutes before 8 o'clock as we continue. Um, today is Seum Day. Again, make sure if you are uh, heading to the stadium that you check out the email that was sent to you in advance so you know exactly what you could bring in, etc., etc. More coming up at JM in the AM. Toy Rafti, Toy Bli, Toy Bli, Toy 
Wednesday morning, JM in the AM. That's Torah. A lot of Torah songs this morning for good reason. Uh, the nation of Israel is is really not only this, not only today, all through this week, all through this month. Some might argue for the next few weeks because there's so many siyum going on over the next few weeks around the world. Uh, it's Siyamashas Day in New Jersey at MetLife Stadium. Plus the Barclays Center. We're talking about a very, very significant historic gathering. Uh, as you know, we're going to be at the uh, Siamashas tomorrow night at Binyanei Haoma in Jerusalem with our friends at World Mizrahi. Uh, Friday, we'll broadcast from uh, Jerusalem with our friends from Koran Publishing. And uh, today's a big day. Those of you who already have your tickets for today, Mincha's at 1 o'clock. And don't forget, 
uh, to check out the emails that were sent to you so you know exactly what you can and cannot bring into the stadium, etc., etc. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web, and NachumSiegel.com and the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well, we've been talking to you about the uh, Noe edition of the Koran Talmud Bavli. It is a uh, remarkable and incredible achievement. The editor-in-chief is with us live via telephone. That's our wonderful friend, by Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinreb. And we get to speak on this Siyum Day about one of the greatest accomplishments uh, in, um, well, in the history of Talmud, I think we could say. Rabbi Weinrib, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Okay, it's good to be here, Nachum. I appreciate We're, that. I, I can only imagine what kind of uh, project this was for you and what kind of undertaking it was to have this entire Talmud complete. It must be an amazing feeling. It's an amazing feeling, and we finished, as we promised, uh, when we started, that we would uh, finish each uh, Masechet, each Masechta, uh, in time for the people to begin the next Masechta on the cycle. So we really made uh, our theme, finishing the 42 volumes of the entire Koran uh, Talmud Bavli, the translation of Rav Steinzalt's Hebrew translation, um, we finished it in seven years, seven and a half years. Unbelievable. Um, many, I'm sure, are curious about the differences, the uh, the different things that Koren, Rabbi Steinzaltz, yourself and your team bring to this Talmud. Is there a way to give us a general overview of why this Talmud is so different than others? Well, there's no question that uh, this Talmud is different from others. I think the place to start is um, to realize the role that Rav Steinsaltz, uh, maybe well, um, had in, in this entire project. Uh, really, the project started off with his project, which was a 40-year-plus project, a one-man project most of the time, of a very special person, Rav Adin Steinsaltz, who uh, brought to the translation of the Talmud into modern Hebrew uh, all of his very, very diverse skills, uh, which include just a brilliant grasp of language, great erudition in the actual study of Talmud, and an understanding of the audience uh, that he was aiming at. And that audience is what we might say every man, every person. No matter what the person's background, whether a person had zero background or the person had um, extensive background, or the person was himself a Torah scholar, Rav Steinzeltz had that person in mind when he did his Hebrew translation. What we've done over the past eight years or so is to take his Hebrew translation and translate it into an English, which is also designed to reach everyone, uh, to reach people with little background or people with very extensive uh, scholarly background. Um, so that, that's the beginning. What Rav Steinsaltz added to his translation were what's technically called marginalia, which means uh, facts, background, extra information, analyses, which are supplemental. Uh, they're placed on the margin of the text. And these are, are extremely important because they provide something which we think is unique. They give the student the context, the historical context, the 
biographical context. We have in the margin on almost every page, we have the biographies of the people, the men, the women, the Jews, the non-Jews, the friends, the enemies of the Jewish people who, who, who are on the pages of the Talmud. And when a general reader reads the Talmud, he has no clue uh, as to who these people are, war, and what the historical context was. Wow. So we do that. Unbelievable. Um, uh, that's, that's all in terms of the, the taking what Rav Steinzel did and putting it all into English. Let, but then we've expanded upon it in a number of ways. Let, let me ask uh, you, let me first ask uh, you about the translation by Dr. Tzvi Hirschweiner, who is with us, editor-in-chief, Noe Edition, Koren Talmud Bavli. Um, you talk about the translation, and, and you alluded to the fact that translating is not easy. Translating is, is difficult. I would assume translating sometimes uh, to reach everybody, as you said was the goal, can also be a little bit, uh, a little bit tricky. So, I mean, who are, the, who are the people that are concentrating on the translation from Hebrew to English, and how much of a challenge is it for them to really get the translation into the vernacular? People shouldn't think, that they're reading a 100-year-old translation or even a 2,000-year-old translation? Okay, so we, first of all, had a number of people involved in the entire process. I can't mention them all by name, but we had a team of translators, translators who took the text from the Steinzahl translation and rendered it into English. These are people, men and women, who are Torah scholars and experts on the English language as it is now spoken. Mm. <laughs> as it is now spoken. Right. I began teaching Dafyomi before there was Steinsaltz available and before there was um, uh, Art Scroll available. And uh, what was available to me was Sansino, was the English translation right. from Great Britain. Right. That was not for every person. Uh, and, and it had to be, I don't want to say dumbed down, but it had to be made, uh, expressed in a vernacular that's understandable to the people of today. Now, we found, and I think the uh, editors of other editions have also found, that there's been a difference over in our lifetime, the past 20 years or so, between the level of English language spoken and read by people then, 20 years ago, and today, mm -hmm. uh, which is part of the reason that we may need another translation <laughs> 20 years down the pipe. Uh, but we had a, a, a special team of translators. Those translations were reviewed by a special team, again, of men and women editors, uh, and then, again, proofreaders, copy readers, etc. We also had language consultants, not only for the English language, but the Talmud is, is replete with Greek and Latin and Arabic and Persian words right. uh, that the average uh, Hebrew reader uh, has no clue as to what they really mean. And often our great traditional commentators weren't really familiar with some of these language, languages. So we had consultants, academics, who helped us with both the English stylistic language, but also with the Greek and Latin terminology, the Arabic uh, terminology, the Aramaic, and the Persian words, which are to be found in the Talmud. These all make, make our product extremely unique. You, you are surrounded by a, uh, a group of amazing scholars, to say the least. Yeah, I, mean, yeah that, that's, I always look at it in personal terms. This was my privilege. First of all, I had the privilege of working with Rav Steinzeltz himself, and with his team. 
uh, with Rabbi Dr. Sholom Berger, for example, who was a senior content, content uh, editor, with Rabbi Josh Schreier, who really did the, the bulk of the, of the daily work of supervising the translation, supervising the team, hiring uh, and finding uh, these people who could do the job for us. Uh, and their names need to be mentioned as well. Unbelievable. All right, all right. Dr. Tzvi Hirsch Weinerb is with us. Now, I mean, people wonder who this is for. And I ask you, can both a beginner and someone who's, you know, somewhat of an expert in Talmud, can both of them gain from this project, from the Noe edition, Talmud Bavli? Well, the, the simple answer, the short answer is yes. <laughs> and, and the evidence we've found over the past seven or eight years, from the very time that the first Masech, the Brochos, went on into the market, onto the market, we, be, we stayed in contact contact with the people who were buying it, mm. who were subscribing the entire set or were buying it volume by volume or just tasting it here or there. And we've, we've compiled quite a list of individuals, and the diversity of that list is very, very impressive because we have people uh, who themselves are teachers of Talmud, who are giving the shear and daf yomi, are accomplished Talmud Chachamim who use it, but we also have people who have had no previous contact, people outside the Orthodox community, men and women, who, uh, who, who have found this helpful and who have sent us um, uh, descriptions of the excitement uh, that they experience when they first are open, open the pages of the Koran Talmud Bavli. One of the things pointed out to me is that the English is not right in front of the one who's studying it, meaning that they have to uh, pay a little bit more attention uh, to the Hebrew, to the Aramaic, in order to uh, uh, you know to to gain a proficiency, so to speak, if they want to, they have to they have to seek out the English translation more than in other uh, Talmuds that are out there. What does that mean? What does that mean that it's not on the page, and why was it done that way? Okay, so th- this is this is an important, very important component of this new Koran uh, Talmud Bavli. Uh, you have the the book in front of you, the actual text which comes, by the way, now in various editions. We have a full-size, full-color edition because we have many illustrations, photographs, sketches, maps, diagrams, uh, charts uh, in full color um, in one edition. Then there's a black-and-white edition. Just recently, we have a PDF edition available, and we also have a paperback edition available. Now, when you take the volume, and hold it in your hand, you can open it as you would any Hebrew book from the, from the right. When you open it there, you have in front of you um, the entire Masechta in the Vilna Shas format, in the, in the traditional format of what a Blat Gemara looks like to most people, the Vilna edition. Mm-hmm. But that Vilna edition is nothing on that page but the Vilna edition. It's only the Hebrew, the Aramaic, the Rashi, and the Tosfos. However, it is menukad umufusak, which means it is punctuated with it has nekudot, number one, and number two, it has punctuation marks like periods, question marks, exclamation marks, colons, semicolons, etc., in the text of the Vilna Shas. If a person opens it this way, he's really looking at a traditional Black Gemara with these extra aids of the Nakudot and the punctuations. Now take that same book and open it as you would open an English book from left to right. And there, the whole, the whole what's 
confronts the, the reader is something very different. What you have instead is the Hebrew text, or the Aramaic text, the original text, mm-hmm. only that text, no Rashi, no Tosis, just the text of the Gemara, broken down into what I would call sound bites, broken down into no more than a short paragraph each, surrounded by white space. So you're not overwhelmed by this page with so much on it. All you see in front of you is the original Talmud text, side by side with the English translation and spacing between those paragraphs. So you can study it sentence by sentence, paragraph by paragraph, or you can review several pages at once depending upon how much time and how much uh, effort you want to give it. Um, so so that, that's, that's what you're seeing in front of you when you open it from this page or from that page. So in any one volume, you have the traditional page and you have the simplified page broken down with the illustrations, the charts, the notes, etc. What the design is really designed for a person who wants to gain the skill of studying Talmud for himself or for herself. That person should begin with the English translation side and look just at the Talmud text, uncomplicated by anything else except the translation. The translation comes in, uh, as you look at the translation, the English text in front of you, you will see bold letters and letters which are not bold. The bold is the translation, the literal translation expressed as finely, as exquisitely, as accurately, with nuance, as possible. But weaved in between the bolded text is the unbolded text, which is an explanation, not an interpretation, mm-hmm. not an analysis, just the, the explanatory phrases necessary to make you understand what you're looking at. As you do that, and at a pretty short time, I've, um, people tell me they do it after just 20 or 30 uh, dapim, uh, pages of Gemara, they begin to get a feel for what this is all about and how this works. Then they can switch back to the original Vilna page, and then they're, 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 they're full-fledged students by that time. Every they state. can look in Rashi, etc. They can move on. So it's intended to develop the skill of learning on one's own. Every stage of Talmud study is included. It's as simple as that, in, in every volume. Uh, I'm, I'm sure there's an intro to every volume, right? There's an intro to every, intro to every tractate of Masechda, correct? Yes. There's an intro, uh, a general intro, to the entire Shas. Then there's an intro to each Masechda. There's an intro to each parak, each chapter. And there's a summary at the end of each chapter. Uh, and those are translations from Rav Steinzel's Hebrew. I, I do want to say that when I first began uh, being involved in this project, I met personally with Rabbi Steinfeld. I met with him consistently over the first few years of the project, um, and he encouraged us to take liberties with his original translation. He said, you know, if you feel you have to modify it, change it, he gave us, in his words, carte blanche to do that. So Essentially, it's Rav Steinzeltz's original work, translated now into modern English, but uh, you'll find changes between his Hebrew original and, uh, and where we needed to change things. So sometimes we had to modify the translation, the introduction, one way or the other, the introduction to the tractates, the introduction to the chapters, the summaries of the chapters, uh, for the English reader, for the modern reader, in order to make sure 
we were producing a product that could reach every person uh, who was interested in studying Talmud. Spoken like a true Torah giant who wants to make Talmud accessible to all. He says, if you need to modify the translation, go ahead and do so, as long as it's enhancing the project and helping people uh, make their way through the Talmud. Unbelievable. Uh, I want to uh, I want to remind everybody, as Rabbi Weinrib uh, said earlier, uh, but I'll say it just in a list form. Uh, there are halachic background and notes sections on every daf. There's a language section, personality section, background section, note section, images as well. I would assume some mesechdot, some tractates have more images than others, Rabbi Weinrib. Yes, of course. The, uh, the, the uh, images, the illustrations, the, all that accessory material um, was necessary really for every tractate. Um, uh, and what was fascinating to all of us is that Rav Steinsaltz, in his original work, uh, did supply a number of illustrations, etc. But let me give a simple example. When the Talmud first mentions a coin, uh, a shekel, or an isar, or a dinar, um, he would provide, he got an artist, I guess, would sketch a cartoon uh, image, a uh, hand-drawn image of that coin. Right. Well, what we're able to do now, of course, with the technology available to us, is to go to some museum where there are real shekels, <laughs> archaeological finds, and produce them in full color. So if you want to see what a shekel looks like, you, you'll see it in full color on the page wherever a shekel is mentioned. At the beginning, near the beginning of uh, Maseches Brochos, is a mention of uh, an ancient uh, burial technique where Jewish people would be buried in the in a cavern and in the walls of the cavern. It's called a kuch, chuf, chuf, in in Hebrew. When the Talmud mentions that, we actually actually have a photograph of a kuch right? <laughs> in in uh, Beit Sha'arim. In Israel today, uh, that's an archaeological site, and we have a full-color image of an actual coffin in the wall of a cave, uh, which makes everything come alive in a way that uh, no other edition can match. Unbelievable. You actually see what you're studying. And those of us who have seen uh, other works by Koran, we're familiar with just how amazing those photos and images are, and uh, they're doing the same thing here with the Talmud. And it's interesting you say that it will not be, th- this is something that no other shots in the world would provide, right? When it comes to the number of and the type of images and, and photos, no other shots has that. Yeah, that, that's images and photos and charts and maps and uh, things of that nature. Right. There's also something else in terms of context, which I, I want to mention. Sure. Uh, Rav Steinzel felt strongly in his Hebrew translation that we had to reinstate the full text of the Talmud. The Talmud in its traditional Vilna edition and in all the in several preceding centuries of printed Talmuds were censored, censored heavily either by the, the Roman Catholic Church or out of fear for the reactions of the Roman Catholic Church. So all references to uh, Yeshua HaNotzri, to Jesus Christ, were taken out of the uh, Talmud that you'll study in a traditional Talmud version or in the other uh, translations that are available today. Our Steinzel felt strongly that those original texts, which we have access to nowadays, should be reinstated on the page in their proper place in the Talmud, because they were part of the original Talmud. And in his notes and in our notes on the, in the margins, whenever there are these references to early Christians, we explain what that's all about. 
And what was the nature of the interaction between certain of the Amoroim, certain of the Talmudic rabbis, and the early Christians? Most of the early Christians were Jews themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that type of material gives you a context, which is my primary example of what I mean by context. You, you, get, you realize that the rabbis of the Talmud were living in a world where they were subject to all sorts of uh, uh, challenges, influences, competition, etc. Uh, and, uh, and that's brought to life in the reinstated full text of the Talmud with the censored material reinstated, number one, and with explanatory notes giving you a little bit of background about some of those uh, historical conditions. It's sounds- just one example of, of the historical, biographical, uh, ideological context within which the Talmud was uh, composed and redacted. It sounds like Rav Steinzaltz is a fan of knowledge and information. <laughs> <laughs> he sure is. A fan is the right word if it stands for a fanatic. <laughs> yeah, because... If he's a fanatic, he's just fanatically dedicated, and, and those of us who are involved with this project are also fanatically dedicated to knowledge, education, information, factuality, uh, and that's the product that we're presenting. We'll have an opportunity to speak more about Koran this Friday when they join us uh, in Jerusalem. We're going to be at the uh, World Mizrahi Siyam HaShas tomorrow night in Binyanei Haoma. Rabbi Weinrib, your, your thoughts as all these uh, siyumim are some have already taken place, uh, them taking place in so many major cities around the world. Obviously today, uh, close to 100,000 people in, in New Jersey. And then, uh, as I said earlier, uh, over the next few days and weeks, there'll be all different types of Siyumim to celebrate the completion of the Talmud. Your thoughts on this auspicious period of time? It is an auspicious period of time. I want to mention that I'm speaking to you from Boca Raton, Florida which is having its own Siyum Hashas Nafyomi, which is taking place today and actually in just a couple of hours, wow. uh, where, where they expect over 2,000 people. Now, that pales compared to what's available in New York City, right. but this is uh, Boca Raton, Florida. And there are 2,000 individuals in the various synagogues, most of whom actually studied Dafyomi. I'm um, speaking from Century Village in Boca Raton, where there's a shul here, Torah Or, where there are several shiurim and dafyomi, which do use, many people do use the uh, current Talmud Bavli here, and they're making the siyum, and this is a program that uh, we all, those of us who are down here, uh, look forward to uh, participating in. And your thoughts in general, that the, that the Jewish globe has this period of time over these weeks as, as celebrating the completion of the Talmud and and Torah study. You know, there were many Rabbi Weinrib, especially toward the time, around the time, I should say, uh, toward the end of World War II and the founding of the, uh, or the expansion of the Jewish communities of the United States, as an example, who wondered whether there was a future for Torah study. And look what we have today. Yeah, well, it's, this is, of course, a remarkable achievement, and it's a, it's, a, it's a reflection of so much else. I mean, the fact that thousands upon thousands, it's not exaggerating to say tens of thousands of individuals have in the past seven and a half years studied the entire Shas page by page. Now, some of them may have just uh, studied it on the surface and some of, it, some of them studied in depth, but that itself is absolutely unprecedented. But it's a reflection of a revival of, of Talmud Torah, uh, something which no one uh, would have predicted uh, in 1945 at the end of that terrible Holocaust. 
um, and something which is, uh, in, in a sense, not nothing less than miraculous yeah. uh, to have the thousands of people to come and to participate and to celebrate in this way. And I say celebrate because one of the things that one discovers in studying Torah in general, in studying Dafyomi in particular, and I make it my business to um, to to interview people who are studying Dafyomi from all walks of life. Uh, all the ends of the ideological spectrum, uh, male and female, old and young. And, and, and one thing that comes out all the time is um, that Pikudei Hashem Yishorim Mesamche Lev. There's a simcha, there's a joy to Torah study. And that's extremely important. Torah is Mesameach Esalev, it gladdens the heart. Uh, we have people, of course, as uh, you live through life in seven and a half years, you live through smachot, you live through joyous occasions, you live through challenges, you live through illness, you live through loss. Um, but nevertheless, that Torah is with you day by day, and it gives you something to live, your, live for. It gives you meaning in life, and it gives you nothing less than joy and happiness. And that's the celebration today. It's, it's really reached its apex of simcha, of celebration. Uh, in all of these siyumim, there'll be song, there'll be singing, there'll be dancing. Uh, there's a concert here in Boca Raton after the siyum wow. here. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just, Something that's worthy of of of, of celebration. So I will uh, nothing so, less than celebration. So I will wish you a Mazel Tov number one on the Siyum, especially the one that you're participating in today, and I'll wish you a Mazel Tov on the completion of this incredible seven to eight year project of the uh, Noe edition Koran Talmud Bavli. And I joke with you, Rabbi Weinrib, when you. When you um, when you um, were writing the Kinnis book, I said it must have been it must have been depressing <laughs> being involved in Tishabov, you know, during the regular time of the year, so to speak. But it, it must have been incredible to be in this ocean of Talmud for such a period of time and really be enveloped by it uh, during the time that you were working on this project. Yes, it's a lot easier to learn Gemara <laughs> than to translate the Kinnos. That's for sure. Um, that's for sure. Uh, I wonder if I could mention some opportunities that people have to actually access yeah, please. Uh, the current Talmud Bavli. Um, uh, the, the, the current is offering a, a bargain price right now. If a person buys the full set of the current Talmud Bavli, the full color set is $1,600 right now, the black and white $999. But with that, you will get what we call a reference package of four or five other works that Koran publishes that are really excellent um, study guides. We have something called the Reference Guide to the Talmud, originally written by Rav Steinzeltz himself, but now greatly expanded by Rabbi Josh Schreier and his team. And this is a reference guide to Talmud. You could look up all sorts of entries and find out much more than you're going to have in any um, standard uh, uh, original or translation of the Talmud. You're also going to have a Gemara card, which is a plastic laminated card with the basic terms that you need to know, uh, etc. You're also going to get Rabbi Frank's Practical Talmud Dictionary, it's a separate work, an excellent work. And you're also going to get another fascinating work called 
Hamafteach, which is actually an index to the Talmud, a full volume, several hundred pages, an index on any subject. You're interested in whatever you want to think about. Interested in in science, interested in history, interested in philosophy, interested in language. You look up a term in that Mafteach and you will find indexed where in the Talmud you will find uh, content on that subject of your interest. All of those works will come as part of the reference package, which you will get for free when you order the uh, full uh, set of of Karen uh, Talmud Bavli. Phenomenal. And that's just yeah. And everyone can go to. Just, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and for those who just want to taste it one time at a time, you can get the uh, full color edition, full size edition of. Uh, of Barachos, of the first Maseches, which, we, by the way, doesn't start today. It starts next week. Right. Uh, so you still have a few days to get prepared, and that's on sale now for just $30 uh, for that volume. So you can get the one volume, you can get the whole set, various bargain prices. If you act uh, now or if you act soon, um, you can kind of look at your local Jewish bookstore. They should have it. Uh, if not, you can go to Koren Pub, K-O-R-E-N-T-U-B.com, um, and uh, and get it, get it uh, from the website. All the information about this at korenpub.com, korenpub.com. You'd have to assume prices will go up after the CMRS. So take advantage of the 42-volume set of Talmud, the Noe edition, Talmud Bavli. Um, Rav Steinsaltz has revised the reference guide, the Practical Talmud Dictionary, the Gemara card, Hamafteach, all this stuff that Rabbi Weiner just mentioned. It's all part of the package when you uh, purchase the, uh, the set for $1,600. Uh, which is a tremendous bargain. And $30 for Masechus Brachos. Koren's offering the Noe Edition Koren Talmud Masechus Brachos in color or black and white for just $30. Go to korenpub.com for details. Rabbi Weinrib, Mazel Tov. Thanks so much for joining us. An incredible work, uh, something uh, monumental and remarkable. And I thank you for sharing all this with us this morning. Thank you, and good luck. Hatzlacha to you, mazel tov to you, and uh, safe travels. Tadaraba. Thank you so much. Rabbi Dr. Tzviersh Weinrib. Editor-in-Chief of the Noe Edition, Koren Talmud Bavli. Uh, of course, the Rav Steinzaltz, uh, Koren Talmud Bavli. Um, those of you who are heading to MetLife Stadium, make sure you have all the information. It was put in an email that was sent to you. If you're a ticket holder, make sure you have all the information about what you can or cannot bring into the stadium. As Rabbi Eisenman reminded everybody, smiles, thank yous, and happy New Year's should be brought into the stadium with you. And I don't think there was anything more important written about the CMHS than that, frankly. Uh, we are at the CMHS tomorrow night with our friends at World Mizrahi at Binyanei Haoma. We'll be broadcasting for World Mizrahi headquarters live this time tomorrow between 6 and 9 a.m. with an amazing guest list. If you want to get up, oh, tomorrow, tomorrow's January 2nd. A lot of people will be getting up early, going back to work. If you want to get up early and hear some really great, inspiring uh, discussion, then tomorrow's the day. We have an incredible lineup, World Mizrahi headquarters tomorrow right here at JM in the AM. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition on this very first day of 2020 at JM in the AM. Zehaner 
together with every Jew. He did defend 
From the album of uh, seven and a half years ago, When the Seam Calls, that's uh, Miami with uh, When the Seam Calls here at JM in the AM. Eina uh, Nachnu before that, done by Mordechai Shapiro. Kiday, done by Mordechai Shapiro. Um, Wednesday morning, very first day of January 2020, first day of the brand new year. Thanks for joining us. Much appreciated. Uh, 38 degrees, high of 42. Those of you heading to the Seum, keep in mind all the uh, different things you are and are not allowed to bring into the stadium. Mincha is 1 o'clock. Tomorrow morning, we broadcast from World Mizrahi headquarters on Rehov King George in uh, Yerushalayim, and I hope you'll join us. It's in advance of their big Seum Ashas tomorrow night at the Binyanei Haoman, Yerushalayim. And we have an amazing guest list for tomorrow. We really have a lot of wonderful speakers. I hope you'll join us by tuning in between 6 and 9 a.m. I think you'll uh, you'll be enthralled by the people that we're going to be bringing you. Wednesday morning, it's JM in the AM. As we continue, this is a uh, a SEAM-related show with so many people heading toward MetLife Stadium this morning. In New Jersey, here's Baruch Levine at JM in the AM.
we call upon the Rosh Hashiva of Yeshiva Smir, Meirenu, Hagoyin Rav Nassim Svi Finkel Shlita to address the Olam.
JM in the AM. That's uh, Shira Chadasha Boys Choir with Ashrenu. You heard Chasana Torah done by Baruch Levine when the CM calls from Miami. Eight minutes before nine o'clock as we wrap up JM in the AM for this Wednesday morning. And uh, this is the uh, Hadron. I want to thank the listener who sent this to us, who sent this to us, by the way. Uh, this is the Hadron. Uh oh, what happened to it? <laughs> a second ago. This is the Hadron by Barry Weber at JM in the AM. Hadron Allah Talmud Babli, Mazatov Lachola Masaima Ashas.
I want to thank the listener who sent that to us. Hadron done by Barry Weber here at uh, JM in the AM. Uh, as we close out a um, a broadcast for a, uh, a Wednesday morning, tomorrow we're back uh, in Israel. We are at the uh, Jerusalem uh, World Headquarters of World Mizrahi. Uh, that'll be tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 a.m. Make sure to join us. Um, well, that's funny. Someone posts on Facebook, I know 90% of people are going to be at the Sea of Mashas today wearing Shabbos clothing. I want to be comfortable. Is it wrong or inappropriate to wear a sweater and jeans? Interesting. That's an interesting question I don't think they they brought up in the uh, in the booklet that I saw. Um, that's interesting. Um, the only thing I would say is don't be fooled by the weather. It's 40 degrees outside, but it's pretty windy. And when you sit for a while in those conditions, and I can tell you about sitting in stadiums, uh, it can get pretty cold. So dress uh, appropriately and have an amazing and inspiring time. We'll be at the CMHS tomorrow night in Binyanei Haoma, World Mizrahi tomorrow morning in Yerushalayim in advance of that big event. Uh, an amazing lineup tomorrow, a really, really incredible lineup tomorrow. So uh, join us for that uh, tomorrow morning between 6 and 9 a.m. Uh, Friday, we are at the... Um, uh, Friday, we are at the uh, Inbal Hotel, and our friends at Curran Publishers are going to be with us. Uh, Curran is now offering the Talmud reference package for free when you purchase a set of the Noe Edition Curran Talmud Bavli. The Talmud reference package includes all necessary tools to enhance your Gemara learning, including Hamafteach, the Practical Talmud Dictionary, the Gemara Card, and Rav Steinzaltz's Revised Reference Guide. The 42-volume set is now available at the introductory price of 1600 with free shipping from CoranPub.com. Prices will be going up after the CMS Shas. Special for CMS Shas, get all of Masechus Brachos from Coran Publishers for just 30 bucks. They're now offering a Noe Edition Coran Talmud Masechus Brachos in color or black and white for just $30. Go to CoranPub.com for Coran Publishers. CoranPub.com for all the information regarding these CMS Hashas deals. Our brothers, and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. And that wraps up an amazing Wednesday Mincha at 1 p.m. at MetLife Stadium, everybody. Get ready. Uh, tomorrow we are back from Jerusalem, from World Mizrahi headquarters with an amazing lineup. Make sure to be tuned in. And plenty more from Israel through Monday's program. Back here in studio, please God, Tuesday morning in New York City. And that will be that. Have a fabulous time at the CMHS. Have an incredible um, inspiring Siyum and we speak to you next from Jerusalem Bezrat Hashem tomorrow morning till then Alchem Single reminding you remember the past live the present and trust the future